I have a theory that the Dothraki as an entire people are sick. And they've got a fever. And what they need oh my God. is more cowbell. Ayo! Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice 5 series, starting with the Game of Thrones. I'm Zach. Sitting here looking, making that face is my brother Nate. You know that when you talk quietly, it makes editing this shit a bitch. Yep. You're a dick. Yep. What up? I'm Nate, and thank you for coming and listening to our podcast. Well, I guess you're not coming to listen to our podcast. You're probably going somewhere or doing something, but you get the idea. Because they're not like they're coming here while we're podcasting. They're listening to us while they do their own shit. Now you're giving me the look. Live from Southern California. But we're not live. That's I guess I, that's the joke. That that's you, the Thanks, you got, got there. It. I'm there. It's been a long day. We were up late last night playing D&D. We were up late So last I'm pretty night tired. Not all of us were off today. Some of us did have to go to work. You fucking taking your naps and shit so thanks for joining us if you're new don't you shit on my naps i love naps. if you're new welcome if you've been listening and sticking with us welcome back if you joined us last time we were reading at our 12 and in the meantime we have received some correspondence about said episode and chapter so in editor 12 um he was visited by picel the old bitch and Littlefinger. Creeper Baelish, and then he sent um, Cersei Lannister a letter requiring requesting her presence in the Godswood, where he laid it out for her. you. Best run, bitch, because I'm all tell on you. Yeah, and we all know how that plays out for him, but it was a, a fairly great chapter. Yeah, it was. So. It was a lot of Ned's ignorance and a good, 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 good glimpse of Cersei and the the, the lengths she will go to the wiles that what she, she's capable yeah of. and what she'll do yeah. she, what she's willing to use and so we got of course some correspondence from our favorite not so silent sisters and uh they had quite a lot to say about this chapter uh most of which we love and agree about but one of the things that stuck out to me most was uh this for uh this passage here that says when i first read this book i was hooked the minute brand was tossed from the window but I think it was the revelation of the royal children's parentage in this chapter that made me see how intricate and interwoven these books would be, and in that moment that there was no turning back for me. We do get a peek into the lengths Cersei will go to use her feminine wiles, if you will, during this exchange in the faux godwood when she touches Ned's leg, above the knee, childish giggles. <laughs> Honestly, I think this right here is the moment I began to despise Cersei. However, I am not a mother thank the gods. So I can't say what I would or would not do if it meant protecting my own children. But fuck, I love that Ned throws her own words right back in her face after she hits him. One isn't Ned isn't one to lose himself. He's methodical and calculated almost to a fault. But I think in that moment, we see he really does have the ability to become real Tom Petty. It pleases me, Ned. <laughs> and so... Then they go on to mention Lady Ashara, and so we get a tinfoil theory. Tinfoil theory time. Which is a very good one, and I'm pleased yeah, to Yeah, if it. this is your tinfoil, I mean, you guys are clearly much smarter than us, because this isn't doesn't seem too crackpot to me, but they say Perhaps. Ashara Dane's child was taken to replace Aegon. It was her baby that was wrapped in the crimson cloak and presented to Robert alongside Rainey's. Then one of two things could have happened. She threw herself from the tower in anguish or was, or was pushed. Why did Dark Star <laughs> attack Marcella? Great question. Vengeance. I'll have to revisit this when we get to Feast because I can't recall the exact details. And I, a thousand percent, that was my initial thought when so I read this. So this reread has kind of been a lot for me. Is these things that I'm like, oh shit, what, right? Yeah. And then you want to, you think about it, but you know it's three books ahead. And so you just make note of it, and we will definitely touch upon that way deeper when Darkstar attacks Marcel. Yeah, and she just says that, I know my girl Ashara has a bigger role to play in all this. And if memory serves, there's also a theory out floating around out there that Lamore is Ashara and yeah. young Griff is her child. 
not so sure about that but once we get to dance we'll look into that and i definitely want to touch on that one because there's a lot of the crew especially is very interesting around young griff and who each of those people are Are potentially and so So i I definitely like the ashara i don't know uh personally that i feel the young griff is her child yeah I, I, i do like ashara and the ashara equals lenore and then oh, we get some, uh, just some quick thoughts from Unsepta Afton, who says that on first reading the series, she was completely enamored with Ned, thinking, yes, this is the man who, ne- who needs to sit the Iron Throne. However, starting with the second reread and subsequent rereads after that, she realized that Ned is one of the most infuriating characters in the <laughs> whole series. Yes. No, won- no wonder uh, where Sansa gets her nativity from. Ned thinks he knows who killed Jon Arryn and the truth he died for, except Ned's wrong. Due to mostly circumstantial evidence and Littlefinger's meddling, he's placed blame on the blameless. And no, the Littlefingers are not blameless in all matters, but they did not kill John Arryn. The Lannisters, not the Littlefingers. Oh, the, the <laughs> Lannisters, not the Littlefingers. But they did not kill John Arryn. Would Cersei have killed John Arryn if Lysa and Littlefinger hadn't gotten to him well, first? Sure. You better fucking believe it. Had Stannis remained in King's Landing, she would have whacked him too. The fact of the matter is that she did not, nor did any other Lannister, kill John Arryn. And... It's basically just about the the lengths that she could go to, and then she just says, she staunchly defends Jamie and her active choice to not have Robert's children. Then George R. R. Martin gives us the most stupid, idiotic lines that Ned has in his POVs. How could they all have been so blind? They weren't blind, you goddamn obtuse fool. They simply knew better than to start blabbing about it all over the fucking Red Keep. Varys, Littlefinger, Renly, Stannis, John Aaron, and Moonboy, for all we know. So essentially, and I a thousand percent agree, it's this, Ned doesn't have that tact. They all know, and exactly. no one's no one's going to call it out because this is the royal family. So, for those chapters, Unsepta Brandy's going to induct our protagonist, Ned. That's one chapter. <laughs> Yeah, my boy Ned. <laughs> Ned. Or rather, who we all fo- foolishly assume to be the series protagonist. Finally, Ned sees things as they are, and at the same time, it's George R. R. Ma- it feels like George R. R. Martin is mocking the reader, especially with this quote, how could we- they have all been so blind? The truth was there in front of them all the time, written on the children's faces. What a great call out to the reader regarding Jon Snow and his parentage, presumably. George R.R. R. Martin is essentially declaring us all fools, and it's marvelously delicious. At least, that's how I took it. And you want to read Unsup to Aftons for Ned? Uh, she's going to bring in a Grand Meister Malian with his massive yet tedious tome, The Lineages and Histories of the Great Houses of the Seven Kingdoms, with descriptions of many high lords and noble ladies and their children. Fuck, even the title is tedious to type out. <laughs> However, without Grandmeister Malian, we would not have some evidence to back up the fact that the seed is strong. The seed is strong. Shout out to the guy for being so meticulous to actually spend his time doing this. Dude must have really loved the study of genealogy. Yeah, he's like the uh, the Charles Charles Darwin. Yeah. It was I, it Darwin who went to evolution. the archipelagos and was Ar- on the... Archipelagos. Archipelagos. Yeah, with the... It yes, was, I believe that is Anyway... Correct. And he did the theory of evolution. We really appreciate those inductees. They also have some inductees for our current chapter and some thoughts on our current chapter, but we will get to them toward the end, and, yeah, and we then, would like to skirt it on over to another... Yeah, another writer who emailed us, and it's not really relevant to this chapter, so I'm just going to touch on it briefly, but old time listener Sid is rewriting hey, in. Hey, what's up, And Sid? so he's a little bit behind right now. He's been busy. Busy guy, Sid. That's okay. And so he's back on the Catelyn and Tyrion chapters when the trial by combat's happening. Hell yeah. He's really enjoying some Rob Stark business, because... It's not the worst of it. Not the worst of it's it. The, the so, worst is yet to come. <laughs> it's so we're thrilled that you wrote into us once again. He's sending us some primo Reddit posts. I don't like this Reddit you, post. Well, you, yeah. I don't like this Reddit <laughs> post. Um, I'm very excited to utilize it in some future Tyrion chapters. Once again, it's it really correlates with him and his trajectory of being the villain. You can the throw story. that in the show notes, right? That yeah, link. I'll put yeah, that. Link we'll put uh, that in, in the, the show notes because I I would like to wait. Uh, it's a great article, and so go ahead and read it. It's about Tyrion and some darker impulses of his. Yeah, and. It actually kind of has me a little shook. I'd really like to, because my mind's on Danny today, and so I'd really like to cover that article during our next Tyrion chapter. So, Sid, we really like it, and again, we'll put it in the show notes. Give it a read, and then 
anybody, Sid especially, uh, but anybody out there listening, if you want to write us your thoughts on what you think about this, and and the comments as well, I recommend reading the comments because yeah, there's really some perspective on really good things, back so. and forth. So thank you, Sid, for writing in. We really, Wonderful. really appreciate yes. that email. And keep listening at your pace. Yeah, there's no rush, buddy. But, yeah, because he's already reading Storm of Swords, so he's well ahead of what yeah. we read anyway. So, but this w- chapter, this episode, we are reading Daenerys Five. So last time we left Danny, they had arrived at Vistothrak, and she had tried to get some sweet garments made for her brother, and he pitched his little bitch fit, and so she knocked him on his ass. And we open this chapter as a steaming heart is placed in front of her. And it's steaming in the cool evening air. Cal Drogo is the one who said it before her, bloody and raw. And behind him, his blood riders knelt in the sand beside the corpse of the wild stallion, stone knives in hand. Yeah, so it's super fresh. It's like, I think just stopped beating. Ceremony time. Yeah. So Danny sees the the crones, the... The old ladies of Vaistothrak watching her, and she's got to eat this heart, and she's going to do everything she can to not flinch at their their stares. Yeah. And I am she, blood of the dragon, she thinks. She picks that bu- goddamn heart up and takes a bite right on it. Like it's a goddamn Big Mac. Yeah. She just goes for it. And the taste is fucking gut-wrenching, she like had- you would imagine it would be. She almost gags. She almost gags. Um, this is also for those who don't know. For hunters, people that hunt game, there's traditions out there in families where on your first deer kill or kill shoot, you take a bite of the heart of the animal that you kill, which is weird and gross. But just saying that it's still something that does occur in modern times. Weird. We come from an odd family that has some hunters in it. And I tell you what, if that ever fucking, if that ever fucking came up, I would have punched someone. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, when we go out, you got to eat the fucking heart if we get take, one. You got to take a bite of right. the heart. Uh, I yeah. will, yeah. I will help, I will help prepare some meat, but I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking a bite. I'm not taking a bite. But anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's she's trying not gross. to gag yeah, because like, it's a, it's a bad omen if she does it. Yeah, the Dothraki believed the stallion heart would make her son strong and swift and fearless, but only if the mother could eat it all. If she choked or retched it back up, the child might be born stillborn, or be born weak, deformed, or female. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Dothraki. God damn. Like, and, like, Jesus. it slipped in there at the yeah. end, too. Like, and it's just a, like, you know, you know, the, all those nasty things. The the deformed, the weak, the mentally challenged, the fucking females. Like, ugh. Jesus. And the the contrast between how they feel about infant the cr- females the the youngest of the females and the oldest. And now the the, 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 the crones, crones are all Khaleesi. They are all technically queens. They of were once. at some point, right? And it's it's only the Khaleesi and ex Khaleesi that they I want revere. to be the Khaleesi. The Khaleesi. Um, you made me lose my train good. of thought there. No, not good. Um, yeah, it's the 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 hatred toward and I, and I find that odd because it gets mentioned a little later the hatred toward the young and the unblooded and yeah. especially the female but yeah they the they old, they almost the worship and revere these old crones and it and we'll learn a little later even the calls bow to the wisdom of the exactly. crones like but being born a female is seen as oh you failed this ceremony this trial so there's you could either get one that's deformed or you could get one that's stillborn, or it could be female. Like yeah, either I mean, way, you're kind of fucked. I mean, and personally, I'm going for you know the the deformed because what if it's just their face? They can still fight like a motherfucker, but like, ugh, so female? we get like, a lot of the you. the ignorance in the Dothraki culture there, where they don't respect yeah. women through their entire lives. Just so in order to prevent herself from having a female and making sure she provides a son to Cal Drogo, she has been training. And by training, I mean she has been eating bowls of clotted blood. Yeah. Now, to get used to the taste, but how on earth, how in the fuck is that good for your child? Right. Now, I, um, that's just way too much iron. That guy is going to take. 
Jeremy Irons? No, the babies. You oh. get too much iron from the blood. I, the, so, I just, working in the, the field is... I do, um, the the death-related Oh, God, industry, here we go, everybody. There's been a lot of incidents of clotted and coagulated blood. And, like, granted, there's a big difference between human coagulated blood. No, there's not. It's, it's fucking coagulated blood. And, like, bowls of that shit, it's just vile to think about. And on top of that, she's been chewing on, like, dried horse leather. Horse yeah, meat, to, to like chew which the I muscle of the heart, leather, but I mean, horse yeah. flesh, yeah, and like, God, I mean, granted, the horse flesh is probably like their equivalent of jerky, yeah, obviously, but it still does not sound good. Yeah, and then she fasted for a day and a night to hope in hopes that the hunger would help her keep the heart down a little better, which I think is actually a worse idea. I think having an empty yeah, stomach would, would make it easier to retch that shit up. So And so uh, it says that Khal Drogo had stood over her as she ate, his face as hard as a bronze shield. And so this is, it's, it's my theory time. Are you ready? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's my theory time. So... I have a theory that the Dothraki as an entire people are sick and they've got a fever and what they need oh my God. is more call bell. Oh my God. That's what you've been waiting all day to tell me. That's your fucking theory. I've been laughing about this all day That's... since I took my notes. So I have the passage. Oops, I bumped the mic, but I have the passage prepared so that... Everyone understands what I mean. It says, Khal Drogo stood over her as she ate, his face as hard as a bronze shield. His long black braid was shiny with oil. He wore golden rings in his mustache, golden bells in his braid, and a heavy belt of solid golden medallions around his wet waist, but his chest was bare. So I just imagine the clinking and the clacking. It's just more Khal Bell. He needs more Khal Bell. So that put the magical image. I need to Photoshop. Christopher Walken's face onto Cal Drogo. Actually, I think we need to have our listeners do it for us, and we will have a contest and vote for the best one. I Cal Bell. Cal Bell. <laughs> That's more monstrous. You're a monster. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Getting a little more serious again. It says that Danny had looked to Cal Drogo when she felt her strength failing him, failing her. Looked at him and chewed, swallowed, chewed, swallowed. Toward the end, she starts to think that she can see a little bit of fierce pride in his dark, almond-shaped eyes. Though it was hard to see. Hard to tell, because a call doesn't reveal such emotions. And so, I, I, I like to believe it, that... Drogo has developed such a relationship that he is standing there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. With proud the way of that her. she that she's evolved since they've been together, the the strength that she's you know developed, pushing her brother down, and you know mounting him mm. instead of letting her him mount her. Like she's become a strong person that's worthy of a little bit of a lot of fucking praise yeah. for what she's done, especially, you know, considering her size compared to a lot of the Dothraki. Well, and, that, and just as Dothraki and how fierce they are, you would think that the calls would want a fierce woman, exactly. a fierce Khaleesi beside them. And Danny absolutely is. And so it says that then it was done and her cheeks and her fingers are sticky from the blood. And she finally turns her eyes to look at the crones of the Dosh Kaleen. And it says that she had practiced this phrase with Jiqui in the best Dothraki that she yeah. knew. Which she... essentially, it's in common, a prince rides inside of him. Yeah, so she, she yells that out. And the oldest of the crones, a bent, shriveled stick of a woman with a single black eye, raised her hands and shrieked the prince is riding now this thing here i i love this this image so i immediately thought of of the one-eyed witches that are just they're littered throughout mythology and history uh shakespeare had them at the beginning of his uh his play mm-hmm. um the the animated cartoon one of my all-time favorite disney movies hercules has oh, yeah. the, the, the fates, fates. And so they're all derived from the same thing. I think it's uh, Akit or Ak- the, the the original Greek uh, version of them, but essentially just that that all knowing woman. Uh, most of the time, they have a single eye that allows them to peer into the future. Yeah, yeah. There's some. So, they're seers. They're the exactly. old crone on the mountaintop exactly. that people go and to for in, wisdom uh, and knowledge. In the fuck is it? Perse- 
I forget Percy, which one. Percy, Percy Jackson. Not even Percy Jackson, but the original, the actual oh, yeah. Odyssey. You know that he goes There's there that. to oh yeah to learn how to the defeat fates. the Med- uh, Medusa. I Same thing with um, depending on which story, where Medusa is or how to defeat. Yeah, Medusa. it's it's all it's and a so very common. Trope. I really liked that it's the one-eyed crone, the oldest of them, and so it just gives that image of that all. Isn't it? It is in Hercules, right? Where one of the crones is her eye is popping out. Well, they like, take it out and they yeah, share it between yeah. the three oh, of them. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the one eye. They're fucking hilarious and uh, yeah it's just it's this again the dothraki are she she's sort of the the wisest the oldest she is the oldest so she's there exactly. for the wisest and the one eye the one eye thing is interesting did she lose her other eye it doesn't really say what right, her other right. eye socket i mean i would like. imagine being this ancient uh khaleesi ex-khaleesi she probably lost it in a battle she was probably a fierce woman in her day as well yeah you know and um, so the others pick up the chant. He is riding, and then they start they start chanting it. And uh, Dothraki, Raka, Raka, a boy, a boy. Yeah. And so as the chanting dies down, the 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 ancient single eyed crone she she closes that one eye, the better to see into the future, um, and says that Caldro and I quoted this because I really like this line here. Caldrogo laid his hand on Danny's arm. She could feel the tension in his fingers. Even a call as mighty as Drogo could know fear when the Doshkaleen peered into smoke of the future. Yeah, so just before before that, because I love that quote, they they have uh, these eunuchs, these yes. serving eunuchs, throwing ba- bundles of dried uh, grasses into this to great To create smoke. Yeah, and it's, I mean, essentially it almost, it sounds very ritualistic and herbalistic, it, it's... It almost seems like it's some sort of sage, or I know in some cultures they use some hallucinogenic type stuff right, to uh, achieve uh, this. Yeah, so I'm just wondering that is this just a uh, like a sage type herb that they're burning for spiritual reasons, or is this a uh, she needs to kind of inhale the yeah. smoke? So to now this is where out. I'm going. This is where my theory comes in is because throughout all this and in, in the smoke of the future, I'm starting to think that this might be a fairly accurate prophecy. However, I I think that it actually is relating to Danny herself, mm. not Rago, and that's the main thing. Is because you know we'll see a lot of the smoke of the future. You know she's going to be reborn in her pyre here at the end of the book. Yeah, and there's a lot of smoke and fire, especially you know, and there's that Targaryen tie as well, especially which is crazy that she's out here at Vastothrak and getting these Targaryen fire and smoke and blood. You well, know. so like I also thought it was interesting because uh, when the the woman closes her eye, Danny is focused on her, but the Dothraki are all focused on Danny. Right. And it says that the Dothraki were staring at her with eyes of night, waiting. And so I just I love the image of these Dothraki having these really dark eyes yeah. that are yeah because it mentioned almost that his, alien. Uh, Drogo's eyes were mentioned. As yeah, being the almond black shape. As well. mm-hmm. Which if you uh, if you follow us on Twitter, shout out Pendragon. There's a character, my one of my favorite characters in Pendragon, Spader, and he was described as having almond shaped eyes. So I immediately tend to like characters yeah, yeah, when they're, they're described with that, and I it's been something I've carried with me since I was like twelve. So Drogo especially. And the the not so silent sisters touch on it too, just how much they actually really do enjoy the romance of Danny and Drogo, and I yeah, do as well. It's, it's I well, really enjoy Drogo as a character. I think he's he shows that there's a lot more to the Dothraki than just these savage yeah, barbarians right. in his and relationship. And I like that Danny was capable of seeing that. And so in the silence, and while the Dothraki are staring at her, Danny can hear the distant call of night birds, the hiss and crackle of the torches. And I just, I thought it was significant, the lapping of the water of the lake, of the womb, of the earth. Right. And I just, I thought that was interesting, that she she's kind of hearing all the different sounds of yeah. Vice Dothra. No, I know a lot of people bring up, you know, the uh, Azor Ahai and Danny potentially being... Born amidst the, salt and smoke, right. all that shit. And I don't really see too often this particular part brought up. I, I think I like it more for the Targaryen imagery where right now she's covered in blood. Her hands, oh, yeah. her face, and there's this fire, this smoke that's being billowed up for this vision. And the crone delivers the stallion that mounts the world prophecy. Did you did you write that? Yeah, um, before that. again? Yeah, no, 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 what? not really. It's because it's all, you know, related. <coughs> but I gotta be that guy and sort of go with the obvious here. 
there while our focus is being drawn to the smoke what causes smoke is fire who is the fire but Rolor in the in the red so like right. are the Dothraki just red priests and they're getting their visions from True, Rolor yeah, that's, like what if it's the same I mean, I mean same cuz Melisandre says shadows are servants of, of the light, of the light yeah. type thing so wouldn't smoke be as well like yeah so maybe it's all con- connected and all just yeah we're calling it different things yeah, Buddha, I mean God, that and that's Rolor. a very meta argument for our own religious yeah, yeah. structure in in real life but i i immediately cool. thought that yeah, you know smoke fire red god maybe they're actually red priests without knowing it sort of and so yeah the crone opens her eye and lifts her arm and proclaims that she has seen his face and heard the thunder of his hooves and i did write it down because i thought that this is just now a significant while you're reading this you and the <clears throat> listeners i want you to keep danny in mind as the the stallion that mounts the world and not her son because a lot of it fits for her future what she's gonna do or so, what we hope for her to do okay as swift i don't have the whole thing yeah, i took the, got, the most yeah. important thought thought things i thought but as swift as the wind he rides behind him his calisar covers the earth men without number fierce as the storm this prince will be his enemies will tremble before him and their wives will weep tears of blood and rend their flesh in grief the bells in his hair will sing his coming, and the milkmen in stone tents will fear his name. The old woman, woman trembled and looked back at Danny almost as if she were afraid. The prince is riding, and he shall be the stallion who mounts the world. So, you're thinking that that applies more to Danny than Rago, if anything. I'm just throwing out some, some you know, potential theories here. So I had. Are you ready for because it could actual also be theory? Aegon rolling across the other way, and that's who's gonna do. I'm stuff. Gonna, but give me your theory. What do you got? What do you got? Hit me. I'm gonna hit you with the line again. Fierce is the storm. This prince. This prince will be. His enemies will tremble before him, and their wives will weep tears of blood and rend their flesh in grief. Oh my God. Who do we know that weeps oh tears God. of blood and rends, rends their flesh? flesh in grief. Who do we know of a prince whose enemy literally trembles on Holy his knees before shit, him, kid. whose wife then... Is this about Joffrey? Yo. It's this... I mean, he's not swift. He doesn't unite the Kalisars, but... Ned Stark is put on his knees. Sansa is trembling before him. The Starks, his enemies, he gets their wives to weep tears of blood and rend the flood. Like, I just immediately was like, the Red Wedding Dang, stood yeah, out to yeah, me. Yeah, Joffrey, like it's, like... it's not prophesizing anything like she thinks. It, it's, it seems all a mess to me. Yeah. And it, just a couple chapters ago, we had Viserys saying that they were heading here to hear this prophecy. To hear right, some like mummers, like they, yeah. they knew they were coming here for some well, prophecy. Well, because wasn't it Jorah who said it was a mummer's prophecy? Well, it was Viserys. It was Viserys. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing that basically it's just the ceremony and what the crones see could be different. They right, don't know right. really. But so I guess the the shock of it is like the, that this is the prophecy that comes out right. of it. Right, and so but, for it to be, they're applying it to, yeah, and it makes more sense, I think, for you. Like you said, that. Uh, they they're worshiping this red god, but they're just misinterpreting. Mm. And this absolutely could be foreshadowing of the red wedding and you know Sansa. I mean, it and... says that like the bells in his hair will sing his coming. Maybe those are the bells of the city, right? Type right. thing and the Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, the the milkmen in the stone tents will fear his name. Obviously, that's meant to be the the white knights, uh, light skin well, yeah, knights yeah. of Westeros West... in their castles. Mm-hmm. So like. Westeros is torn asunder by this stupid little prince. Right. I don't know why the fuck this would be about Joffrey. Well, that's but... it. It's just because that's the the message the Red Gods are sending out, and they just happen to think it does apply to them, when really it's just subtle foreshadowing. Anyway. I mean, it could mean nothing at all. Yeah, and that's it. But it could just be here's some prophecy is, to make the, you spin your wheels about. That's how prophecies work. And so, so that, that, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my stab at it. But it says the others start crying out as well. The stallion who mounts the, the earth. Yeah. And they keep and, right. just And the, the crone asks Danny what she will call this child. And Danny proclaims he will be called Rago. Which I've only said fourteen times, so you know, full yeah, spoiler. The, uh, surprise, surprise. the Dothraki start roaring and chant his name, Rago, Rago. And as the name is still ringing and the chanting is uh, dying out, but you know she hears it. Cal Drogo leads her out of the pit, and Blood Riders fall in behind him, and then a procession follows. Yeah, so this them. is technically where we learn that the the um, 
Yeah, because the the, 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 the Crones are leading are the, the, the they're leading the procession, and we right. learned that yeah, each of them had once been a Khaleesi when their but call we've died. Over that enough, they and... were sent here to. Well, we learned that well, they sort of have yeah. reign over, and we this. get some of Daenerys's feelings. And on then it. yeah, that even the mightiest cow bowed before their wisdom. Danny is filled with dread at the thought of one day being sent to join them, whether she wills it or not. Which, and I honestly, I think it's more of the whether she wills it or not. If yeah, there's no exactly. choice in it type thing and so it says that behind the crones come the other calls and their wives and their servants and their slaves yeah, so, so it's, it's just, just a big, big procession yeah. as they head to the lake known as the womb of the world they pass the stolen statues gods and heroes of the other nations essentially yeah. and uh, I just thought it was interesting they were described as brooding in the darkness just hmm. with the creepy ones from a shy that we yeah, got yeah. that we were super it's just a, yep. an image so we learned from Jiqui that a thousand thousand years ago it was said that the first man emerged from the womb of the uh, world riding on the back of the first horse um, and so the procession basically makes it to the whole did i skip stuff you're flipping through i don't know i like just on. i just have as next that um it's as they're riding drogo turns to danny and asks her what rago means oh right i i kind of just rolled over that and just didn't think yeah he asks her it. what the name means in the best common that he knows and and we learned that she had been teaching him some common tongue and she says that my brother rhaegar was a fierce warrior and he had died before I was born, but Sir Jorah says he was the last of the dragons. And Drogo looks at her, and she thinks that she manages to see a smile under his bu- big bushy mustache. And he says it is a good name. And then I loved the the norm the, the the nomenclature, the way he grammatically broke this out. He calls her Dan Ares. Yes, I really moon like of my that. life because he's Ares. phonetically breaking yes. down the English of it. And so I just, I really thought that's funny. Like, hey, what up, Dan Aries? Like, <laughs> it's some very common yeah, Joe yeah. name in Western Aries. And then, yeah, yeah they right there. We get They make Jiqui. it to the water. And... It's Danny strips. And yeah. enter, again, we know the Dothraki don't really have any shame in the human exactly. body. So, so this Danny's is, pretty much over that at yeah, this point. Yeah, so she strips, and she's washing the blood off of her. She can hear the crones in the Dothraki muttering, and she wonders what they're saying, but yeah. what And so she emerges from the water. Drogo and likes yeah, what he's the, the seeing. Dripping wet, emerging from the lake. He's got a fetish. We know his fetish. You know the blossoming stomach and the plump, ample breasticles. That so are they very quickly pump one out for Drogo's sake. Really quick. Very very quick. Like, jeez, uh, man, uh, poor uh, Danny. Like, doesn't get nothing. I mean, it's shit. a three pump thrust. Uh, but done. So Danny dresses. She's permitted to dress after yes. Drogo gets his pleasure and. Uh, Drogo laces himself up and gives a command, and the horses are getting watered and everything as Danny and yeah. Drogo set off down the godswood. And it says that the roof of Drogo's massive hall tent was rolled up for the night so that yeah. the moon could shine in. Makes sense that they're gonna have you know the the stars, everything and of all importance because we is do done learn that they the think moon. that they're all horses. All the stars in the sky are just I, horses I love that. Yeah. So we uh, we see that huge fires are burning, ten feet tall fires in this place. Meat is roasting. It's crowded and noisy in here. And we're getting the stallion that mounts the world chanted. As Every Danny eye enters is entered in, on is on her thing. as she enters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they start calling out, hailing her son. And the sounds of drums and horns pick up. Yeah, we're having a fucking party. Dancing, but yeah. we don't have to worry about, like, the wedding where people were dying and there were fights because the Iraqs are not allowed here. No steel is permitted in nah. Dothrak. So Drogo goes and takes his place on the high bench with Kal Jomo and Kal Ogo given seats to the left yeah, and right. The, the high honor place. The blood riders, blood riders are just sit, below. yeah, just below them. And Danny climbs off her horse and heads to her cushions, led by her handmaidens. She's looking for dipshit, her yeah, brother, and she's not seeing him anywhere because she knows that even in this large hall, with his silver hair and his stained, nasty, raggedy See, ass clothes, she says all those reasons, but like he's a cunt. Yeah, like, he would be, he'd making, be a making a scene. Yeah, you would be able yeah. to spot him. So, and, but the thing is, is she's the way she even now she's saying his ragged clothes and his silver matted hair. Yeah, and like she's just talking down on him right here. So which she is spots Sir Jorah near the center of the hall, close to the middle fire pit. It's a place of respect, if not high honor. The Dothraki respected his prowess with the sword, yeah. so. And she sends Jiqui to bring him there, so that yeah, it's immediately locating yeah. the friend at the party. Exactly. And you're like, I'm gonna go Who talk to them. Do that? Yeah. So he comes over immediately. Drops to a knee 
and she pats the cushion. She's like, "Yeah, just come sit and chill yeah. and talk with me." Because he's like, like, "I'm yours to come." Yeah, back. he's all like, serious. She's like, "Cool, come chill." Because yeah. uh, these people are all fucking weird, and I don't know. Any and of none of them speak my language. Oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah, so he he says, "You honor me," and he he sits cross. So he immediately starts pigging out on different. Oh yeah, he's loving it. Like there's figs and fucking just all sorts. of I shit. mean, why not? It's a party. And she asks where his brother is. Her brother is. He should have been here for the yeah. feast, at least. And so he tells her that he headed down to the Western Market, which is, if you recall from the first chapter where Danny arrived here, there, the markets are split based on the area. So the Eastern Market is the Ashai and all that weird shit. Western Market's the more Westerosi stuff. And then I think it's like the Southern Market. You get the Bravosi and all that kind of shit as well. And so he went to the Western Market to buy some wine. And Danny's kind of kind of confused but then thinks on it and realizes that he's been drunk a lot lately he's spent a lot of time at the bazaar and drinking. he really doesn't because he doesn't like the fermented horse milk that gets people drunk if you're yeah wrecking. yeah get over yourself man enjoy the culture yeah fuck he's been going and drinking with traders that come in from the east and west and jorah confirms that wine he says and yeah he, he mentions that viserys had mentioned recruiting the caravan guard yeah, like for his army. And Danny asks, is that wise? He has no gold to pay them. He shouldn't really be making offers. He can't. Yeah, and Jorah says, you know, he, well, he should be fine as long as he doesn't steal anything. Well, Danny gets a little prickly. She says, you should have gone with him yeah, to protect like him. You're, and he's you're, like, you're we're, we're, we're in, like, I imagine he says it through like a mouthful of food. Which <laughs> like, we're, we're in Vish Dothrak. Right. Like, like, what could happen? What could happen? <laughs> There's no way. And she mentions to him that uh, one of the, the blood riders uh, yeah. had told her about uh, a man who had stolen... And then was strangled to death with a silken, a silk scarf. Yeah, so no blood was shed. And so no blood was and shed. And no gods were angered, and, which is our, our clue that yeah, this is a death is okay here it's, as long as no blood exactly. is spilled. And so he says, yeah, let's hope your brother doesn't attempt to steal anything. And he leans closer over the table and he tells her, he planned to take your dragon's eggs until I warned him that I'd cut his hands off if he even so much as touched them. And she was blown away by this. She was like, "He was going to steal what? what? My what? eggs? Why? What? Like, just shocked by it." And and he tells her that dragon eggs are rarer than diamonds or rubies. Those traders he drinks with would sell their own manhood for just one. Yeah. With all three, he could buy as many cell swords as he wanted. And she's that she goes into that passive Danny again, yeah. where it's like. Oh, is that all he wanted? Well, he's my true king, so he can have them. Like, I didn't know that he wanted yeah, them. Yeah, he should have just, just thought... asked. He is my brother and my true king. And Jorah agrees. He is your brother. And she says, you do not understand, sir. My mother, my father, my brother were all killed before I was even born. I wouldn't even know their names if not for Viserys. If he hadn't told me, he was the only one left. The only one. He is all I have. And Jorah immediately replies with once, but no longer Khaleesi. Like, which is 100% true. She has this, all these Khaleesars. Yeah. Like, they all are, th their ancient wise crone just said that the baby in your stomach's going to unite their people. That's what he says, too. You belong to the Dothraki now. In your womb, you carry the stallion who mounts the world. And she... Is she touches her belly and kind of holds it for a minute, and then she asks him, what does it mean? They were all screaming that at me, but I really don't understand what the fuck they're saying, and he kind of lays it out here. Do you got it? With the the Cal of Calls and yeah. stuff? Um, just that he will unite all the tribes as one Calizar and ride to the end of the earth. All of the people would be as heard. I skipped some of the beginning just because I Yeah, no, that was essentially it, what but, I had. And I um, like Danny's reaction because she just goes, oh... And I named so, him Rago. Yeah, again, similarly, this is part of why I was thinking it was Danny's prophecy, because of the uniting the people. Mm -hmm. Like, she really feels like she's going to be the one to do that. Um, and I, but the, the other thing is, I feel like that's part of, like, hearing this prophecy may be what leads her to, I know a lot of people were pissed about it in the show with her burning King's Landing, but I feel like this could be the thing that sparks her hearing this, regardless of whether it applies to anything is true or false her believing that her son was supposed to unite these people so when she gets taken back to Vesta Thrak in uh what is it dance or whatever mm -hmm. it is um well at the end of dance probably and wins yeah and so she, when she's gonna take that place she's gonna probably torch it and 
unite the people that are willing to follow her there and she's going to take them and that's going to start building that ideology where she can get away with burning and uniting these people by destroying them yeah. or conquering them. See, I like the idea that it doesn't apply to her son, it applies to maybe her, but I also I could see this applying to Jon Snow. I agree. Uniting yes. people is kind of right. his shtick. Like that's yeah. that's sort of his thing. Well, but... so she mentions like you said him naming him Rago and Jorah says a name to make the usurper's blood run cold. Which, again, that gave me pause, too, because it's like this hatred for the usurper. He's going to die next chapter for Ned. Yeah. And, like, it's – and I'm pretty sure that's the next chapter. And so it, it it's it's such a hatred, a thing for Danny, but, like, it gets resolved in it's such a – Yeah, and that's not even a thing, she, an obstacle yeah. for her to overcome. There's a lot worse stuff there, than like, Robert it's just so in, Yeah, it's so interesting that there's such a, so much hatred where right. even Jorah has this hatred for Ned Stark and, and the Usurper because of his association yeah. with these Targaryens now. And it's so just... So, right then... Suddenly, uh, Doria's Doria like, oh shit. Grabbing Danny's arm and saying, my lady, your brother... Girl, your brother's drunk. Go get him. He's starting a fight. And, And yeah, in he she looks and there he is striding toward her. And from the lurch in his step, Danny can immediately tell that he found his wine and what passed for courage. I like that. What passed for courage? Oh yeah. From Danny's perspective, she's going, oh god, he's got that drunken false bravado. Yeah, he went and drank and now thinks he's hot shit. And so he looks like fucking trash yo. yeah because he refused like, to dress in the way yeah, that you she, should in this exactly. like, the fine silk so he's all stained gross up. his and, hair is gross and dirty and he stinks and, and a like, long sword swings from his yeah. belt in a rusty scabbard and so as he's walking around the dothraki are i um, uh i immediately thought of and it was weird but uh, in the show in like season five when danny's in marine and she's dealing with the sons of the harpy and she beheads the guy, and they all start to hiss. That's kind of what I pictured. Yeah, about yeah. Like, as soon as they see it, they're like... Yeah, because they like, do. It does say that. They're, so, like, shriek[ing] and yeah. kind of, like, throwing curses at well, him Well, yeah, because, I mean, that's a, that's not okay. No man and is permitted to wield a blade. That's the rule. So she, the music goes... The music she, dies away. It says curses and threats were rising around her like a tide. And so Danny tells Jorah, go get him. <laughs> Bring him to me. Now, tell him he can have the eggs with like, a that's sense what he of wants. dread closing around her heart. And so Jorah stands immediately to do so, and he asks, Where's my sister? <laughs> and he he was claiming that he was there. I'm here for the feast, yeah. And then he gets, Where is she? How dare these people begin eating before their king? Yeah. And he's just fucking cunting it up, man, hard, just being a son of a bitch about the whole yeah, ordeal. He again asks, Where is she? That whore can't hide from the dragon. God, and him. he stops by the fire pit, and he's just kind of peering around at the Dothraki. And Jorah went to him, whispered something in his ear, and took him by the arm. But Viserys wrenched free. Keep your hands off of me. No one touches the dragon without leave. And Danny is kind of tripping out. And she anxiously looks up at Drogo, who's making a joke. Yeah, he's, he leads forward, yeah. and he's whispering something to these these two cows. One of which smiles, the other which just starts gahoffing. Drogo is the best at fucking yeah. throwing shade. So, yeah. It, oh, man. I it's love like, so Drogo Viserys hears the laughing. Shade. Yeah. And he turns up and looks at Drogo and starts, you stupid son of a well, bitch. Well, he says, Kyle Drogo. And Danny says, not unpolitely. And he says, I'm here for the feast. And he begins making his way away from Jorah to the high table. As if he's going to sit and join them there. So Drogo rises and spits out a slew of Dothraki so quick Danny can't catch it. And Jorah translate it, saying, Drogo says your place is not the high bench, but there. And it's where he's pointing in the corner. The, the back wall corner, which is covered in shadow, so better men would not have to look upon those who sat there. And sitting there currently are the lowest of the low. The raw, unblooded boys, old blind men and the dim-witted and the maimed so pretty much anything short of female uh, according to i was gonna say according to the dothraki everything besides female yeah and so this is the biggest insult he you're being put again and again so you're being mocked drogo just gets into relentless beast mode he because 
Viserys is like, no, how dare you? That I don't is no place there. for a king. And it, he, the way he uses the little English that he's or common that he's been taught by Danny to be like, is place for a sawfoot king. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole hall just dies. Well, he claps like, and says, a cart. Bring a <laughs> cart for sawfoot king. And yeah, everyone starts laughing. And it's just, I mean, he's basically saying, is place for little bitch. <laughs> like, oh, oh, Drogo man. just throws so much shade. So 5,000 Dothraki <laughs> in this hall begin to laugh and shout. And I'm assuming, you know, pounding the table. Yeah, it's going crazy. And it, it, Jorah that, is screaming in Viserys' ear. And but Viserys is yelling back. Danny and can't hear it. They begin grappling. And next Mormon thing we know, puts him on his ass. just fucking chucks him to the ground. And it starts to grow quiet. Her brother drew his sword. And immediate silence. People are not okay with what the fuck he just did. The steel shone a fearful red in the firelight. Keep away from me, Viserys hissed. And Jorah backs off a step. And Viserys gets to his feet unsteadily. And she says that it was the... Mentions it was... This is the sword that Illyrio gave him. Well, he's waving it over his head. To make him seem more kingly. Yeah. And in no way, like, even Joffrey never took his sword and waved it above his fucking head like a helicopter. Raise well, up. Well, I think his, he does I mean, cut the book that Close and true, him. that's right. I forgot about that. And so it says that the Dothraki are just shrieking at and him from all sides. Danny is terrified. She gives out a wordless just cry of terror because she knows what it means to draw steel here. Even if he does not. And so her cry that she gives draws his eyes to her and he sees her for the first time. There you are, Daenerys! And he smiles and begins stalking towards her, cutting the air in front of him like he's cutting down you, people that Roderick no one is stopping would be him. pissed. And she says, the blade, Viserys, please, you must not. Please, it is forbidden. Yeah, man, she starts begging. Come share my cushions. Would you like the eggs? You can have them. Just put down your steel and come join me. And Jorah says, and I, I think this is intentional. I think Jorah wanted to push Fire him, him further up. and yeah. just be done with it. Yeah. Because he tells him, do as she tells you, fool, before you get us all killed. Like, he knows calling him a fool is going to. Yeah. And, and so, unless Jorah and Danny do anything, there's no reason the Cal or the Dothraki are going to hurt them. Mm. Just because fucking Viserys is doing stupid shit. And Viserys laughs. He says, they can't kill. They can't shed blood in their sacred city. But I can. And t- fucking twirling his pointy uh, mustache. He's having like a, a emo club and so at with this fucking point, Malfoy. Yeah, like, oh, he puts shit. the tip of the sword between her breasts and draws it down and rests it on her belly. And he says, essentially, I want the crown he promised me. He bought you, but he never paid for you. Tell him I want what I bargained for, or I'm taking you back. You and the eggs both. He can keep his bloody foul. I'll cut the bastard out and leave it for him. So, yeah, she when he's saying foul, he's talking about her baby, yeah. about Rago. And she looks up at him and sees that he's both laughing and weeping while saying this. And she says, this man who had once been her brother... And so this is the this is it. Like a switch. She just dis. She turned it completely, off. Completely. Oh, who is this guy? You know, and he's threatening her child. Exactly. He's threatening and the the one thing that father, is truly hers. Unless you have a unless you have until you're a mother. Until you are a mother. Are you a mother? I'm until you are a parent. Oh, okay. Of a child of which I have two. You would not. No, yeah. So she goes into protective mother mode. Yeah. And like. Disassociates. Who is this person who would dare harm my child? Who. My my brother would never do that. This man who used to be my brother. So so the part that made me inappropriately bark out in laughter in an intense scene Danny hears Jiqui sobbing. And basically, Jiqui's like, yo. I don't want to have to say that bullshit to Cal Drogo because yeah, he's I, gonna fucking beat me. He's for gonna that. lynch I me. I am if not I tell telling him. Cal Drogo that he's gonna cut out his baby yeah. from his Khaleesi. And Danny says, "Don't be afraid," and puts her arm. Danny around says, her. "Don't be afraid," while she has a sword point yeah. pricking at her navel. Yeah. 
She is telling this girl she like, knows the strength of that. That's it. And so what I think she it is, is comforting is this other on woman. On top of the fact that she's just disassociated with her brother entirely, she's it, realizing what Jorah had just told her. The that futility. She is a, she, you're a Dothraki. Yeah. He can't. He will not get away with, like, you will not lose that baby. There is he is not capable of moving the quarter of an inch in with that blade before Caldrogo will rip your fucking head off and shit down your mm. throat. I mean he could. I mean technically. Yeah, but yeah, like, no, it's still I think and it's And so like the strength of her, her yeah. to stand there and be like, I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay. Who the and, fuck and are she you? She decides that Jiqui, she... I will tell him. Yeah, she's gonna tell him. And she does so in the best of her broken Dothraki, but she knows immediately that he understands and he says something back to her. And she it, then we get the quote that says the son of her life stepped down from the high bench. And I really I really, I really just enjoyed like the that. Son of, especially since we just heard him in common call her his moon, mm-hmm. uh, the moon, the of, moon his of his life. life. Yeah, and so the son of her life stepped down off the high bench, and then what did he say? Flinching. Yeah, he's he's now cowering. Like he stood up, and you know, Viserys is ready to run. He's terrified. And Danny had the grown man cold. who used to be her brother One had asked. asked. Yeah, and it's Dan- silent. It's silent, but for the bells in Drogo's hair, his blood follow his blood riders followed him. More like, cowl bells, like three copper shadows. Danny had gone cold all over. Yeah, she knows that this is not. She, this I, is the end. I mean, I have to believe Drogo kind of told her like he's dead. Like he wants a fucking crown. Yeah, well, because he spouted out those those short sentences. And I think he did essentially say this to her. Yeah. He wants his fucking crown? All right. I'm going to give him a fucking crown, and it's the end. So Danny answers her brother. He says, you shall have a splendid golden crown that men shall tremble to behold. Viserys smiled and lowered his sword. This is, I and I quoted this whole thing here, The what you said. That was the saddest thing, the thing that tore at her afterward is the fact that he thinks that he's still, like... And it's not the fact that he's not... Oh, he's not getting his crown. It's the fact that even at this point, right here... He doesn't know he's He doesn't understand that that crown that you just think you're getting right now, you're dead. What I'm telling you is that you're dead. You're so oblivious to your nature and who Mm. you... That you don't realize you're dead. That's it. That was all I wanted, he said. What was promised... And so when Drogo reaches her, she slides an arm around his waist. I feel like this is the most calm movement. Just a, oh, you're here. This is such a Hello. fucking power play. And like, that's it. Like, this is just like the coupling, the power couple coming together. Like, did you just threaten our our fucking yeah, child? Like, you yeah. just you just put a sword point to our child? Like, and then as soon as Danny puts that arm around Drogo a word from says Drogo. a word and the blood fi- riders leap forward the blood rider seized the man who had been her brother by the arms Hago shattered his wrist with a twist of his massive hands and Koholo pulled the sword from his limp fingers even now Viserys did not understand you cannot touch me I am the dragon I am the dragon and I will be crowned this fool. Yeah, and Drogo takes off his belt. Now I think this might be the belt that we had seen back that he had refused. I don't think it is the one that I don't she had. Because I don't think it's nearly nice enough yeah. for Cal Drogo. And but... the cook slaves immediately pull off a pot of stew, empty it, throw it back on. Makes me want stew. And he tosses this belt into the the large pot. Yeah, and as the... Uh... The medallions begin melting. He's just watching it with a blank yeah. face. The fire's glinting in his black eyes. He's a And so we get those black almond eyes again here with the, the fire flickering in them. And so I really like that image of, like, a the Targaryen fire. Is like... I just think it's interesting that, like, to me, this is more scary Drogo. Like, yeah. you just threatened his kid. Like, yeah. this is determined. Well, I'm not going to rage. This is, I feel like, what we would get if Rago got to grow to a full... Warlord Dothraki, like Targaryen Khal Drogo. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, this, this this is a brutal. Like he, yeah. yeah Viserys and so Viserys up. immediately begins to scream the high wordless scream of the coward facing death. 
Yep, a slave hands Drogo some thick horsehair oven mitts, which he dons. Without emotion, Viserys is kicking and screaming and whimpering and crying, but held tight by the two Dothraki. Yeah. Jorah returns to Danny's side and says, Turn away, princess, I beg you. And I like this. No, she folded her arms across the swell of her belly. Th- that's why she wants to watch him no. die for this. You fucking... Yeah. You, how dare you're gonna, yeah, you? Yeah, how do You're gonna cut out my belly. I am not pleased, I Ned. No, I'm so <laughs> not pleased, Ned. So Viserys looks at her, finally. Yeah. Sister, please. Danny, tell them. Make them. Sweet sister. And Drogo... The, the gold Doesn't melts, be. and Drogo snatches yeah, the pot. Yeah, he, he was given some gloves that he put on, and then, he, yeah, he snatches the pot. Crown, and... he roared. Here. Here. Go. A crown for a caught king. <laughs> and he dumps that shit all over him. Over the man who had been her brother. And a shriek like nothing human comes from the iron helmet that surrounds Viserys Targaryen's head. Thick globs of molten gold drip to his chest, setting his silks to smolder. Yet no blood was spilled. He was no dragon, Danny thinks to herself, curiously calm. Fire cannot kill a dragon. Man, um, I may have, like, that may be one of my favorite chapters of this yeah, fucking, it's, this book it's, so far. Yeah, that was Because it's a, so outstanding, and, like, that, that, that snap, that fucking switch. That turn off. The man who would be my who would who used to be my brother. again. I know it, it got a lot of hatred, but the the, the episode the bells it that yeah, yeah. that is what sort of right. is the argument for that. There is she has this ability to disassociate. Needs more call bell. She, That's everybody what needs more wrong. call bell. They need more call bell. So do you have an inductee for this? I it's really it was hard as fuck. It but says a lot. I'm giving it to Cal Drogo Damn it. because I really enjoy his gentleness that comes out the fierceness in his you can tell his love for danny it's this interesting and I, i'm not the type of guy that's interested in romance uh i i'm reading the current novel that i'm reading in my own personal time is a D novel and i hate the romance in it but it, it bores me i i don't think romance is good unless it's done really really well danny this is Drogo, done really really well danny this but it's, young it's girl who was still that fearful. stockholm syndrome it's though, it too. is but in this world it's more tolerated i it, suppose we have yeah to look at it through and that it's it's lens it's as she yeah it definitely is where danny it, it's not right or you know appropriate but in this world it is and danny is fighting for her station yeah, and earning that and respect bit by bit and so I think that's what's so intriguing is that yeah. Drogo isn't so narrow-minded as to say, no, she's a woman. She has her place, which is on my bed, on all fours. He's saying, no, my wife is strong. Like, she'll yeah. fuck you up. You want, like, I'm, I'm, she, I'm going to She mounts me. Like, so, like, yeah. you want to fuck with her? Fuck with her. Like, what you thinking? And so I cool. think it's just interesting to watch that and then knowing that we lose Drogo really soon, which sucks, cool. is tragic and so, so I was yours? I was gonna take Drogo, but mainly because of the, the shade he throws and the shit he talked I on Viserion. Viserys, but um, I'll go with instead Jiqui for just you know. First of all, she's a, a handmaiding. She's a slave. She's a slave, and she refused an order because fuck that shit. I'm not telling Drogo that he's gonna cut your baby out because. I'm the one that's gonna get Yo, she up. started crying about like, it. She was no like, God, nah, yo, please don't make, don't me, make do me do this. And so for having the the balls as a slave to ignore direct order and be like, I'm sorry, but I can't. Hell yeah. Good job, Jiqui. You can come hang out and I will I will cook her meal in the Brotherhood Without Manners. So we have some other inductees from the wonderfully wonderful si- not so silent sisters who yeah. Before we uh, get into the inductees, they just have a couple quick short cha- uh, thoughts on this chapter. They said, that, uh, did anyone else gag reading this chapter? Ripping teeth into muscular hearts, drinking sour, smelling clotted milk. Fucking gross. No, it didn't bother me, really. It Sorry. was, it was, in, I, I was stopped and was like, well, that's fucking gross. I have a steel stomach. Especially with the, uh, the fermented milk. That was, with clots in it. That's if fucking If it gets disgusting. you drunk, man, fucking. No, I have no swifty. desire to ever be that drunk. No, that's drunk. terrible. No, thank you. And she, uh, she says that, however, it w- was incredibly well done in the show. The acting, of course, was nothing short of stunning. 
But seriously, worrying about having a child that is weak, deformed, or female? Fuck off, Dothraki. Truth. Of all the love stories in the series, though, I must say, Danny and Drogo's is my absolute favorite. No competition. The tears will flow in the upcoming Danny chapters. Yeah. For the first time, we see Danny disassociate. This man, he who had once been her brother, the ability, her ability to look upon Viserys and feel nothing shows what she's capable of. In this moment, I can absolutely see her burning cities to the ground with no remorse. Yeah. And so I'll let you read on Sceptre Brandy's because you really touched on this. You Sceptre were a fan Brandy. of Is it the inductee. It's that thing. one right there. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that they brought up aligns with us. You know, we're reading the same chapters. So what are we, what are you gonna do? But. For this chapter, Unsepta Brandy will be inducting the all-knowing crones of the Dosh Kaleen. I was really excited when I saw this because of the extensive background work I did on the the crones. So, because no sisterhood would be complete without these wizened old women to guide us. I never made the connection of you guys with the crones, though, so that was cool. Valid. I liked that. Maybe it's all the research on gender roles I've been engaging in over the summer, but I find it quite interesting how throughout most societies, over time, older women have been shockingly admired. The Dothraki may abuse younger women and pray for baby boys, but they sure as shit praise the words Uh of the crones. Even today, older women, especially mothers, are for the most part universally honored. I guess having lived so long in a world that is arguably quite dangerous for women garners a certain amount of respect. I do also love the parallels between the crones and the fates from Greek mythology. I think it is. It, it's there's there are thrown oh, throughout yeah, all the different ones. So Greek, I believe, is the the one of the first, one of the original, all the way down to the oldest crone with only one eye. Animated Hercules movie, anyone? Fuck yeah! Underneath their painted leather vests, their weathered dugs swayed back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm cackling at that. Zero to hero. Mm-hmm. And so you go ahead and take Uncepta Afton. But yes, I do agree. I really like that and. You know, I agree. I think that's uh, a cool point that in a harsh world for the women, they're so revered because they've managed to survive that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, even in our history, we like well, I was gonna say, Mother Tira. It'd like, be kind of nice if Mother they Tira. were, uh, if, you know, today's society gave a little more towards that. Oh, women that are yeah. older and, you know, we they deserve respect in general. The, you know, women that are contributing to stuff and contributing. You know, just, well, it's because. It, and it's my issue is that there's, you know, badass bitches who have accomplished shit that got no recognition forever. Yeah. So it's just, you know, recognize those who are fucking doing dope shit. Yeah. Um, and so for this chapter, Unsepta Brandy will be inducting the, oh, that's the one you just read. Damn it. <laughs> for this <laughs> chapter's inductee, Unsepta Afton will be suspending her anger at Jorah Mormont and welcoming him into the sisterhood. I, I understand. This is a good one for yeah. you to read out, actually. Though he is betraying Viserys and Danny, you can clearly see the albeit creepy love that Jorah is starting to feel for Danny. I unfortunately keep picturing yeah. Ian Glenn, and yeah. so it's so like, Zach oh, Jorah despises creepy Jorah from the books. He's, he's a gross, like we think Peter Baelish, creepy Baelish is a fucking a nasty creep. Yo, he grabs a tit, yeah, and I like, hate it. He sees that she's becoming a true dragon like Rhaegar and is treating her as such. He's actually listening to her when she commands him to stop Viserys from wielding the sword where it is forbidden, then telling him that his place in the corner is in the corner of disgrace. I'm ready for him to see Danny again in Winds of Winter, or if we're unlucky, Dream of Spring. Until next time, all men must die, but we are not men. They're Thank not so you so much, as Thank always. Thank you guys. For yeah, definitely. We always look forward to you your emails. You always have great points to yes. make, and those are two great inductees. Jorah, I hate in the book. I hate him. I hate yeah, he's him. just a creepy. I hate him man. when he's with Tyrion, and I, I but I actually. That's one of the moments I like most with Tyrion because I think they're great reflections of each other and yeah. how far they've come with Jorah getting kind of beaten by the Second Sons and he's almost unrecognizable and Tyrion their journeys and are great, but I don't state. like the, the, the love. I liked Ian Glenn's portrayal of it where it was more innocent and I will die for you and do whatever you want because I love you so much. I'm not going to like spy on but you now in the I'll shower. But off. Yeah, no fucking cameras book in the Jorah damn is like room. trying to fucking, you know. Upskirt photos yeah, and shit. Upskirt like, photos yeah, upskirt photos with the, the selfie stick around corners yeah, and shit. So. Those are our thoughts on this Danny 5 chapter. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have thoughts, obviously we want you to write into us. You can do that at our Gmail, which is withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com or on Facebook, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast 
something like that. Maybe Brotherhood. I'm on Twitter at Carstark92. I'm on uh, at Manners Without, I think. Yeah. And then we're also on Patreon, which is getting some some good content. And so that's patreon.com slash without manners. We are we have a Reddit now. That's th- that's a thing. That's just because you can get the episode links there. We also have our website, which is brotherhoodwithout.com. You know, find us. Write us to know, us. Let us know if you have a fever and if we can offer you some more cowbell, and we'll do what we can because we're just enjoying it. We are really enjoying this re- read through. Next, we are going to be on Edard. 13? Yeah. Which yeah. I believe is where is Robert, Robert the King Ned. That might be it. So, um, it should be a good good time for some last friendship goodbyes. Yeah, th- uh, thanks again to Sid for writing in. Thank you, Sid. You might not hear this for a bit, but you know, That's we still right. appreciate it nonetheless. And the Not So Silent Sisters, of course. Thank Wonderful. you for writing in. Uh, Until next time. More Cowbell. More Cowbell. Bella de Harris. Peace. What's up, everybody? It's Nate here from Brotherhood Without Manners. I'm just going to sneak in and tell you really quick about this sweet app called PodCoin. If you listen to podcasts at all, especially Brotherhood Without Manners, all you have to do is download this app, download our podcast, put in the code BROTHERHOOD, and you will get 300 coins. And you can spend those coins on all sorts of cool stuff, gift cards, donating to charity, whatever. So give it a try. Let us know if you like it. We really enjoy using it for our podcast listening. Uh, You can get free stuff, so why not take advantage of something you already do?